Hello friends, how's it going? Coming at you with a building liveware, um, which is kind of becoming a building alpine right now because that's what I'm working on. And yeah, 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 yeah. So this episode is called The Best Way to Mark Down. So uh, disclaimer, um, this is not the best way because they're, I don't know, because it's a totally subjective. This is the best way for me. And the other disclaimer is this is not going to be like, uh, oh, just use this tool. So this is more of like, I really feel really good about how I'm parsing Markdown these days. And uh, and I think it's pretty interesting. And there's a few little like fun things to talk about in here. So whatever. All right. So the new Alpine docs, that's what I'm working on. And I, I of course, like want to write the docs in Markdown. But there's all sorts of little hangups. So like, here's some of the things I've done in the past. I've used PHP Markdown parsers. And the issue with those is there's a few things. They don't handle syntax highlighting for you. They just, you know, spit out the, the code blocks. And then you have to use something like Highlight.js or Prism, I think is the other one, to highlight your code snippets, which is extremely annoying. Like it's it's not an easy thing to just get up and running with highlight JS or Prism, at least for me. And it also feels kind of yuck that I'm sending, you know, one set of HTML down the wire and then highlight JS like hijacks the code snippets and does its thing. So you get that little blip. Um, it doesn't feel as pure as it could be. So that's like hangup number one. Hangup number two is every parser supports different syntaxes. And so there's some things you're trying and like this parser doesn't support it. So you try, you know, hacking it to make it support it. Um, and then there's a difference between Markdown and GitHub flavored Markdown. So, so you're trying to use some parser that supports GitHub flavored Markdown. And then there's some times where you want to use like plain HTML blocks. And sometimes I run into issues. This is actually, I think it's easier with, with like PHP parsers like parse down. Um, but anyway, so then... At some point, I came across Git, a GitHub API that allows you to basically send a post request to like GitHub or api.github.com slash markdown with the contents of in markdown, and it'll reply to you with the parsed HTML in the same using the same like code path that GitHub uses itself. So I love that because I can basically write anything I would write in a readme, and that's where I'm writing the most markdown and Git get like the HTML that GitHub would get back. And the other really awesome thing about that, pretty much the biggest thing for me, is that it handles all code languages and syntax highlighting for you. Um, it doesn't handle the CSS for you, but it will, you know, if you pass it three backticks, PHP, and then a code block, it's going to take that code block and it's going to, you know, parse out the what syntax is what and give you back a chunk of HTML that you can then pretty easily style or use GitHub actually has um, CSS that you can use to style just like they do. So that's a huge, huge feature. So basically the big features there are you can use GitHub flavored markdown. It supports the main stuff you're used to. You can use, uh, you know, HTML, or sorry, yeah, those code snippets, it'll parse those, which is huge. But there's some, so I ended up making a package called git down a while ago to basically make this experience a little bit nicer. And it is great, like git down's great, you should use it. but I'm not using it, and this is why, <laughs> because uh, because it's actually not that difficult to just do yourself. And there's a few things that I've um, a few hangups with Git down. So here's here's some of the the shortcomings as I see them. Is 
when using the GitHub API, you can't just send it any HTML. It will strip them out because you basically think of it like when you're sending Markdown to GitHub's API, it's as if you're writing in a readme and hitting save. And to prevent malicious things from existing in readmes, like if GitHub just allowed you to put a script tag in your readme that actually executed on users' browsers, that, that would be a gaping hole. And so there's a lot of things that they do to sanitize the input. Um, and, and, but I, I don't care about that because I'm the one authoring the markdown. So that's actually a really nice feature if you're using it to process markdown from users. Like if you have an app where users can type in markdown, you don't have to worry about sanitizing any harmful tags or attributes or syntax or anything like that. But I'm the one... I'm the one, you know, writing the markdown and I want full flexibility because because like in a in a documentation page, sometimes I need to do something a little bit above and beyond. Like if I want if I want to have a code block that shows a bit of alpine, I also want to have an example below it that actually works. So that means that I need to have an actual div with alpine syntax in it so that you can use it on the page as well as look at the code visually. And so git git down doesn't support that. Um, whatever. So, and I've tried different things with get down before, like, yeah, whatever. So here's what I'm doing. I'll just kind of explain to you what I'm doing. I'm hand rolling it all because it's just so, so much easier sometimes to hand roll things yourself. Like there's probably some, some lesson here about the way that I kind of do things. And I think everybody has this sense of what kinds of things you shouldn't do yourself and what kinds of things you should do yourself. And probably as you progress with a specific language or tool, you become, that, that threshold kind of changes where you're like, you're willing to do more things yourself. And there's immense value in doing things yourself. But there's this, that's really probably the most interesting part of this conversation is what goes in that thought process to should I hand roll this functionality or should I find a third party solution? Obviously, the hang up with the third party solution, the the everlasting trade off in programming in I mean, a lot of things, but specifically in my experience as a programmer is do you do you use the thing off the shelf and deal with its shortcomings and try to, you know, customize it as you need? Or do you write the thing yourself? And there's an opposite, there's completely opposite trade offs. And you have to evaluate which is best. So like I said, that changes as you get more comfortable with a tool or a language. So in PHP, so here's some things I'm not willing to do myself. I'm not willing to write my own markdown parser. That's too far. That's That would be a huge, 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 huge pain. Um, but am I willing to do other sort of parsing things? Yes. So here's what I've done. I basically, I let GitHub, before I send the markdown to GitHub, I scan it for these, I call them verbatims, these little opening tags. That's just my own custom syntax that basically looks like an HTML comment that says like start verbatim and then end verbatim. And I look for that syntax and I like tokenize that. I basically, I take, um, I take whatever I marked as verbatim out of that text blob and I store it um, and replace it with a token. So I replace it with some sort of key, some randomly generated key. And then I have a lookup table somewhere, just on an array in PHP that um, that basically knows how to put all the verbatim stuff back. So I can send this to GitHub, let it do its markdown thing. It's just seeing those tokens. Then when it comes back, I can replace those tokens with the sensitive verbatim stuff. So now I have complete control where anytime I say, I can say in my markdown, anytime I want to go verbatim. And when I go verbatim, 
it's I'm out of Markdown land. This is just completely HTML, raw HTML, unsanitized, unfiltered. So that's one solution there. And I was like really pumped about that because I, I was exploring all these other things before, which was just really silly in hindsight. Like that's just a great thing to do. Just have a system um, that you can just, you know, rip out verbatim stuff, put them back in. So that's, and, and the code for it is honestly, it's like 20 lines. I just have like a, a preg match where I look for the start and end and I make a capture group for what's in between. And I replace all in the file with these, um, with the tokens. And then I return the tokens, whatever. Okay. So, 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 friends, 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 um, what else? So that's the verbatims. And then here's another one. This was, a, this was one where I thought I had kind of reached the limit here. When you, when you go to a docs page, all the headings on the page, you generally want the headings to be links to have those, those, to have IDs and to have those little hash symbols or something next to them so that you can you know, click on a link, click on a heading and copy the URL because it has the, you know, the hash path in there so that people can navigate to different parts of a documentation page. So you see this in basically every document, every popular documentation page and GitHub flavored markdown, whatever the GitHub API does not convert these automatically. And I don't know, I'm sure some parse parsers do, but GitHub doesn't. So that that's a shortcoming. So then I'm like, okay, so there's a few problems here. The first problem is, okay, I could use JavaScript to do this, but if I use JavaScript to do this, then I'm not doing that before, I'm not doing that on the server side. So in my mind, like, okay, maybe search engines will be scraping, they're not running JavaScript, they're seeing these headings without links and without IDs, and that's going to somehow hurt SEO. And it just feels like kind of flakier, like it's a JavaScript thing instead of something happening at, at the parse time on the server. So I, you know, this is one I didn't know what I was going to do. Here's the other shortcoming is if I use the title. So let's say there's a heading, like, let's say there's an installation page and the first heading is install from NPM and the other one's like install from a CDN. The install from NPM, if I take that title and let's say in JavaScript, I want to add an ID to it and then add a link, I would slugify that title to use as, as like the hash slug. But the problem with that is you're actually changing links when you do that. If, if I link the title to the actual ID, like if there's an, um, an implicit link there, then, then if I change the title for display purposes or copy purposes, I'm actually changing an actual link. I'm basically deprecating one link and making a different one on a page, which is bad for SEO, bad for user experience. If people link to a spot in the docs from a blog post, then later on, if I just change a title, I'm not thinking about the implications down the road. I've broken that link to, to the docs. So whatever. Again, I made my own syntax. Let me look at what time we got here. Oh my gosh, we're over. Shoot. Um, I made my own syntax to basically do that stuff by just preg, preg match all in PHP, just, and then hijack it and insert my HTML. And then I cache the whole thing so that I'm not hitting the um, the GitHub API. And this is a fun one. It's just like sushi. I'm looking at the last modified time of the markdown files and comparing it to a cache file that I'm storing. And if the markdown files have been modified um, more recently than the cached ones, then re-hit the GitHub API and store the new cache file. So I'm never, you know, uh, taxing the API at all unless I've changed a file. So there it is. That's how I'm handling Markdown, and I'm super pumped about it. I've solved all of my problems. It's all server rendered. It's fast. It's perfect. It's flexible. I can do everything I want. I'm finally not wrestling with Markdown stuff anymore. Um, so there you go. Thanks for listening. See ya.